Welcome back to episode 104 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I am Mike, and I'm here with my man Anthony, my man Grizz, and we are about to do... Weekend at Bernie's, everybody. It's finally here. It's finally here. We're doing a face-ripping, body-eating, old man, old lady-biting, alien monster movie... The Deadly Spawn from 1983. Bum, bum, bum. Every time I see the intro, <laughs> I think it's Beetlejuice for a second. Of, of this? <laughs> well, no, the, the house on the map. Uh, the, the, the prop. Yeah. It's a model that they use for the beginning and the end, and they use a little bit of stop motion also, which it's pretty funny because it's obviously a model. But. This movie is pretty interesting. It was made for hardly anything, $25,000 apparently. Oh, that's higher and than I heard. It, it, I heard 22. Even if it's 22, man, 22, 25, this was inc- incredible for that amount of money. I would put this up against uh, a lot of other monster movies from that time period. But this was another April release, April 22nd, yeah, 1983. Just like last week. That's fucking weird, man. That's a weird time for these movies to be put out. Anthony, is that like a thing? Like April horror movies? I, I'm guessing. There's, a, there's, I think, I'm pretty sure, wasn't Friday, like, and, and the big thing in the like early 2000, not early 2010s, late 2000s was. April wasn't Friday thirteenth. Wasn't that a spring release too? I don't know, man. I yeah. guess they try to. They don't want to compete against the summer, summer blockbusters. blockbusters and Oscar season's the fall, so I guess that's a sweet spot. Yeah, I guess the Deadly Spawn wasn't going to be considered uh, for an Oscar that year. <laughs> oh yeah, not this, not that year. Maybe, maybe, who knows? It's pretty funny that we all call it the Deadly Spawn. It's shortened, and that's kind of a new thing because the actual name of the film is Return of the Aliens: The Deadly Spawn. And they had the return of the aliens in there because of aliens trying to yeah. rip people off. Yeah. So that was not only an Italian thing. Yeah. Uh, either way, I kind of like the return of the aliens, the deadly spawn as the name. Yeah. I like those like long convoluted horror movie well, isn't titles. Isn't there a sequel that's like, it's supposed, it's like not official, but some people call it the yeah, sequel. They and it's say, yeah. They metam- say, yeah. I think it's called Metamorphosis. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember the, the alien factor, I believe. I've seen that movie. I do own it. It's sort of similar. There is an alien like cell that gets. Well, it's like this weird crab looking creature that bites the scientist. Then he starts turning into this fucking monster. And it sort of not really resembles the monster from this. The mother. What do they call it? The mother spawn or whatever. Uh, Yeah, it looks more like. Uh, a sandworm from Beetlejuice, yeah. actually. It's funny you said that before. But it's pretty cool. I kind of like it. It's definitely worth a watch. That one's definitely on YouTube. This yeah. is actually on YouTube yeah, also. Too. And I think if you're someone like me, and I'm not sure if you guys like this, too, like obviously you guys like it, but if you're into like podcasts or like things about like deep dives into production of movies, 
this thing is like hours and hours of research. Like I looked online, there's so many cool little like nooks and crannies about like like the production of it, like how long it took. The people like, that worked on the it. People that left, people that came back, <laughs> people that were involved. That like, this movie has such like a big origin behind it that like it could be like a like a documentary about this. There should be a documentary about this movie. I, there may very well be. Yeah, I don't I own the Blu-ray. They did put out a, a pretty nice Blu-ray, I think. There's so much good right? stage photos. Yeah. yeah. Isn't there like an arrow Blu-ray or something? I don't think it's, it's got arrow. Is it arrow? Vinegar Syndrome, Arrow, somebody? Snapsis, one of them. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head, but they de- it's a recent one because I keep seeing it up for sale now. Yeah, this you know. is actually, what we're watching right now is the Japanese release of this, and there's two versions that I've seen from Japan, and it's known as, I believe, Eating Machine Love it. in Japan. <laughs> Great But name. there's the one that comes in the glass box. It's like a slip case. It looks like a cut box slipcase, but it comes in this weird plastic container. It's pretty cool. And then the one I have is the clamshell that's like the earth that's turning into the uh, mother spawn, which is pretty cool. It is such a but, cool cover. That's like probably my yeah. favorite cover for this movie. That's definitely my favorite also. There's tons of VHS releases of this, though. I have like a bullseye release. There's the continental video release. You have a Studio One release, right? And there's also or a VEC. A VEC. And it's, it's, you mentioned that like the deadly spawn thing is kind of new. I got I to gotta take that back from you because the actual the VEC release is just labeled deadly spawn so that might be where it originated from was that early canadian release from vec they took out everything and just labeled it deadly spawn what year was that vec release do you happen to know uh i think it was pretty similar to the uh yeah it's got to be 85 86 it's got to be right in that time period because the first release would have been the continental uh big box And that one does say the return of the aliens, the deadly spawn. And then I guess they shortened it for whatever reason. The title cards all say the return of the aliens, the deadly spawn. Actually, my Japanese uh, clamshell is the continental release. It has the continental video. Oh, no shit. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty funny. But it does have the Japanese subtitles. And even funnier, my Studio One release, which is in all regards, it looks almost identical to the VEC release. Uh, except for this name on this one is Return of the Deadly Spawn. So they drop out the aliens and just make it Return of the Deadly Spawn, which I think this is one of my favorite titles is Return of the Deadly Spawn. Because yeah, it takes that, out like, that alien thing, which I didn't. I mean, I get what they were trying to do with it, but it's not the yeah. fucking alien. Thing. It's it's just there are so many variations. There's so many VHS releases. There's the Vipco UK release. I think that's just the Deadly Spawn. Yeah, I think right uh there's i what was that there's like that other one it's like ukrainian or something like that that you see all the time yeah and uh, i can't even think it's of a, like the it has what country uh, it's from, but i can picture the title or the cover yeah, in my head you know yeah it's similar to the bullseye release but like the color palette is like slightly different it's like more zoomed in so that bullseye release that's the artwork that's the original poster artwork right that's on the cover of that yeah, this is apparently the original artwork. So that's done uh, by Tim Hildebrand, who actually he actually like let them film in the house that's in this movie. Yeah, his, I was his telling house, him before. Also, yeah. uh, but his big claim to fame is that he's like the original poster work for Star Wars, which yeah. totally makes sense because if you look at that art on the bullseye and like the original poster art, it has that epic, 
you know, fucking feel. Star Wars poster feel to it. You know, it's crazy that they didn't use that for the Continental Big Box. Why not? That right? they used they used that like shitty like other. Um, I mean, I I love Continental yeah. releases, but like, it's just like what is it on the moon or something like that? Like, yeah, it's a you weird, know what I mean. It it's like a pic, it's a photo kind of thing. Yeah, uh, this looks like a more modern piece of art too, which oh, is funny. Yeah, one hundred percent. Right, the, the vibrance of it. Yeah, yeah, but it really is the original artwork. It's really cool. I I would love a poster of this. If you have a poster and you want to give it to me, that's fine. That's the just one. Send, yeah. Just let me know. Yeah, DM me. DM yeah. me. Let me know. Yeah, that's why I was saying to him, that's why the kid's room looks so cool. Because of all the props that were in there. It's from this it, fucking guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's actually his kid, too. And it's his fucking, yeah, it's so his kid, yeah. It's all his real toys and shit. <laughs> Imagine. That's awesome. Did, yeah, he, I think he was... Was he also the guy that did the... Uh, He's got one of the most valuable posters. He did the the Revenge of the Jedi thing. Was right. that him who did I that? I think so. I'm not. Sure. I got to I got to double check that. Dude, but that was, was the one at the Lowe's Theater. I was about real. to bring that up. That's the thing. I think I, I think it was. I think it was a real thing. So Anthony uh, Anthony and I had this movie theater growing up. Now it's like whatever the it's hell. It's still it, Lowe's. It's all modern but now. It, it's yeah, all redone. They got but, it out. But yeah. growing up in like the marquees, like in the hallway, in the hallway, they had the Star Wars posters. Right and by shit. theater one and two. Between. But dude, there was a fucking Revenge of the Jedi poster. And that's the original name for Return of the Jedi. But then they decided that a Jedi wouldn't seek revenge. That's not part of being a Jedi. So they changed it to Return. <laughs> right? I believe that was the whole thing. But this part's they, so good, brother. But they had the poster there. And I always wondered, is that real? Or was that just something that like... I have an argument for why I think it's real. Why? Okay. Here's my argument. That was in the early 90s we were going to that theater. Uh-huh. And like... I feel it's such an obscure thing. Like, do you think the guy that owned the theater is like, I'm going to go through the trouble to get one. <laughs> I'm going to go through the trouble to get one blue, um, one bootleg of a Revenge of the Jedi poster to put in a hallway. So people like me and you years later, but like, can you believe? Yeah, <laughs> you know? I guess you're right. So I think, I, I think right. it's, I think it, I'm not sure how long that theater was around. I guarantee the theater got it and it's like, oh, it's rare. Yeah. And they put it, and if it was in the placement of it, it's, I think it's between theater one and two. Yeah. So yeah. it makes sense. It's probably, they want it to be high. of the original yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah. So. Now it's funny. That's like the same logic that we use for certain obscure tapes where it'd be like, You'd look at it, you'd find it somewhere, you'd be like, is this real? And then you start thinking to yourself, who the fuck would make this? Yeah. Like, who the fuck's <laughs> duplicating this? You know what I mean? Like, nobody, yeah, no, yeah, like, especially when you find it out, like, in the wild somewhere, yeah. it's like, who the fuck is literally making a copy of this in, like, 1992? Nobody. Yeah. Like, come Chances the fuck on. And it's real. like, yep. <laughs> and it's funny that this was actually filmed in New Jersey. New Brunswick, yeah. New Jersey, and all, Gladstone, New Jersey. All, all Jersey boys we, did it. We should go try to find this house one day. And I'm so down to do that. It, that's yeah, that's close to us. Yeah, that's and, close to us. And it's funny because you brought up the, the thing here, how he did the Star Wars posters. It's just so much stuff. Like the the makeup props guy was the guy that like ended up getting hired to do all the makeup and props for Beauty and the Beast on Broadway. Yeah, I saw There's that. There's so many things <laughs> layered in here. It's insane. There's a lot of people that are pretty relevant here. Just like, uh, well, unlike the director, uh, Douglas McKeown, who this is really his only credit, right? He didn't really do much. 
besides this. No, it's pretty I don't much know. It. I only looked at as yeah, I just went to his IMDB and it only really showed this on there. Is that the director that left before they started? No, I think this is the dude. There's one right? director who left before it started filming. Before uh, principal, he left during principal photography. This is the one left. that. Uh, this is just the one that they had listed as a writer director. Uh, it was also written by Ted A. Bohus and Grizz. Did you happen to look into this man? Uh, the the Bohus man. Yeah, yeah. He's a wild character. Dude directed Vampire Vixens from Venus. Your movie, Just my dude. Just that one up. Dude, what a wild <laughs> fucking flick, dude. This guy, is, dude, re- regenerated. What is it? Regenerated man. I yeah. I just like looked into that. I didn't know about this movie until we started looking this uh, this dude up. That movie looks fucking awesome. Nineteen ninety four horror sci fi movie. I gotta find it, dude. That that's a great time period for movies like. We were just saying Metamorphosis, the alien factor. Then there's just straight Metamorphosis, which is a fucking awesome movie from that time. Like, they were really is a it. fucking hot year, dude. So, it's like, a great year. Sci-fi horror, like weird, almost body horror type stuff, like yeah. came back, right? Like that was a thing again. But this guy, uh, Tede Bohas, also was a producer on Fiend. Oh no shit! A, oh. a classic, yeah. Go I back, listen Fiend. to our Fiend episode. I think that was also, like episode three, or f- it was early on. Yeah, that was early. Also, he was a producer on Night Beast. Hell yeah! So he was with the man Don Dola, right? <laughs> I just picked up the uh, uh, Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray of that movie. Yeah, that thing looks sick, dude. Super that nice. Looks, I actually just picked up a, a Paragon release of that. Oh really? Yeah, man. I've always wanted it, and I passed up a copy like months ago. And I'm kicking myself, and it's like, well, paid too much for this one. <laughs> Just to make yourself feel better. Sometimes it's okay. Well, to you do never that. know. Well, things are crazy now. So yeah. it's like, well, do I get it now and then, you know, kick myself when it's 30 bucks next year? Or do I get it now and go, thank God, when it's yeah. fucking 300 bucks? Yeah, <laughs> you know, real. you never know. But this guy was also a producer on the sequel, Metamorphosis, uh, Spookies, Black Roses, Ghostbusters 2. And the Monsters TV series. Interesting. This dude was busy as fuck. Put out a bunch of good stuff. Interesting. Dude, This all these Good writers. Guy. There's another writer, uh, John Dodds, and he was the designer of The Beast in Night Beast. That's pretty shit. awesome. I didn't look into that guy. I was too busy looking at it, Tim Sullivan because for the third week in a fucking row... We get to mention the movie 2001 Maniacs because <laughs> he was the writer yeah. and director of that movie and he was a well, uh, co-writer of this. Well, John Dodds did the special, well, he was the effects director on this movie, Deadly Spawn, but he was an extra in your movie, not your movie, but that you own the movie, Lunatic. Oh, really? He's an extra like, yeah, he in was, the movie on that? Yeah. Oh, shit. I got to check, check, check that, that out. Check that one out. Yeah, that's that's Grizz's jam right there. And he oh, also played face. the Beast. He definitely was in that movie. Holy shit. Dude, he played the Beast in Night Beast. He was the guy in the suit. <laughs> Love it. Hell yeah. That's great. Hell man. yeah. This dude is the man. <laughs> Apparently, this movie was almost picked up by Paramount for distribution. You imagine. Wow. And I heard, I heard also that it was like, the distribution deal was terrible, and nobody who worked on the movie made like a dime. Oh, I'm not sure. a dime, but didn't make anything. Yeah, that's what usually happens. Yeah. So Just that's like the that's the entertainment yeah. biz, yeah. right? You 
you you make that first one basically for free. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, they didn't make any money off off of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They had a terrible fucking deal too. Right? Yep. They didn't see anything. Yeah. I don't even think they got paid. You imagine like, to even be there? That like all like that nightmare of a shoot, and then like yeah. they're just fucking like. Oh, sorry, we don't have any money for you. One of the hottest summers ever, right? It was yeah. like, yeah, it was go great. fuck yourself. But I will say, I, if you watch Texas Chainsaw, it's one of the few movies you watch and you go, man, it's that seems miserable. Like, yeah. not even murder, just sitting in the van. Like, that Ugh. seems like yeah. so terrible. Anthony and I, we always say it. Anthony and I actually, we went to Texas for WrestleMania 32. And with Mainstream Mike, and we went to the house. Which was actually moved from its original spot, so it's not where it was when they were filming. Yeah, it's still it was the house. picked up. Yeah, probably it's still about the three house. and a half hours from Dallas. That's how far. It yeah, is. we yeah. drove through like back ass fucking Worth no it. man's land, Texas. We we drove through every town, and then every town it was the same thing. You you drive in. There's a there's Dairy Queen, small town. There's Dairy Queen at the end. Yeah. Then it's what nothing. Then yeah, it's in small just town. Like ranches. Dairy Queen at the end. With the small town. <laughs> Like, Dare Queen. <laughs> like let's let's be like a hundred percent transparent here. Like Anthony and I, like hundred percent city boys. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we we came from the suburbs. Well, I went I went to school in Massachusetts for a bit. That was in the woods. Yeah, well, was, you know, we, we're we're not really uh, wild turkeys running past my window in the middle of the night. Yeah, we're not yeah, like yeah, boy. yeah, yeah. We're not like dip, uh, dip spitting, yeah. uh, you know, banjo playing type. Well, uh, you can play. Uh, you can play. play the, I could play the banjo. But, yeah, uh, sometimes when I hang out on my porch, I start playing it. And then you start playing. But like going through like those back <laughs> areas, joke. like all those like long ass highways, it's crazy. And when yeah. you do it at night, it's even crazier. Oh, dude, like, yeah, there's, it's a trip. Dude, there's no light. There's no light pollution. So you see like all the stars. You see everything. There's nothing around. It's just it's ranches. So it's all just like land. And all you can think of is like Skinwalker Ranch. Like oh, gonna yeah. get a fucking abducted by an alien on the way back, right? <laughs> well, we we got there and it was like it was like a really nice restaurant. It was really it was yeah. really we, I, 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 you had the lemon face lemonade. Uh, yeah, the leather face lemonade. Leather. It was like Holy a fucking alcoholic shit. beverage. No. That's yeah. great. You had yeah, to. Yeah, I mixed up the words. Yeah, lemon face. Yeah. It was, but it was uh and then I had a, a night it was like a steak. It was, it was yeah. a pricey place. Yeah, yeah, it was like an expensive like restaurant. No shit. I had ribs. Yeah, yeah, it was it's really good though. Confused the shit out of me because someone had to realize that like it, 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 someone had to have been a fan of they moved that house to have it and the house looks nothing like it doesn't like it doesn't look like it anymore at all yeah like it's weird the general layout is the same so like when where Super we sat small. was the room where all the bones like all the animal bones so and shit wait, were the fucking house is the restaurant the restaurant <laughs> yeah. yeah fuck so, yeah that's but, crazy but he, it's confusing to me because and I won't hop on it too much longer but the part I'm, I'm just like it's it's like they moved it. They changed things, and it's painted like white and green. Yeah, and it's, it's really clean, really nice. But it's like I didn't see much of besides the Leatherface lemonade. You wouldn't know. So yeah, if we were had, driving by and went there, we we could have just went in there to eat and not have any idea. Oh, yeah, it man. was the house because we went specifically for it. Like it's not like the 
you know, they have the roadside uh, gas station barbecue not place. Themed. Yeah, yeah. It's not themed at all. They have like merch there. You can buy a t-shirt and shit if you want. But yeah. like other than that, it just looks like a fucking like restaurant your grandparents would go to. Dude, my, the steak it's, was great. Yeah. I had a great steak. But I like when you would steak. go to the bathroom, you would have to go through like where the fucking big metal sliding door would be. Oh, that's Dude, cool. That's what I'm yeah. looking for. The hallway yeah. that's what I'm yeah. is for. so small. Yeah. Like, and that guy that played him was, by the was huge. Yeah. And that handsome. hallway is small as fuck. Yeah. Like, when you're sitting, uh, well, when you're standing in the hallway from the bathroom looking at the front door, like, you get that shot of the front door. You see it, like, because yeah. the staircase is there. It looks, that looks the same. And, like, you would see where, like, that fucking, like, screen, screen door. door would be. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's fucking sick. I think, I think me and, me and Mainstream Mike had the steak and you had the, the ribs. ribs. Yeah. 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 Had to. Texas. baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> my man. And then, then some old man started sucking my finger because I cut <laughs> oh, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all that, right. was, that was the weird thing. All right, I'm going to hit note. the trailer. <laughs> what was that? First, there was the invasion of the body snatchers. Then there was Alien. Now comes the return of the aliens. The deadly spawn. It began with a meteor crashing to Earth. No one knew the mystery of the mutant spores it contained. Now they are free. They will grow and reproduce rapidly, eating anything and anyone in their path. Return of the Aliens, the Deadly Spawn. What do you do when unknown terror surrounds you? What do you do when there is no escape? Nowhere to hide from being eaten alive. They just keep multiplying like demon seed. Extraterrestrial terror. They're full of surprises. And the best is yet to come. Can anything stop these strange creatures? The movie real science fiction fans have been waiting for. The Return of the Aliens. The Deadly Spawn. Want you to see them at this theater soon. Okay, so Grizz... I hope you're prepared. Why don't you give everybody a synopsis for the return of the aliens, the deadly spawn? All right, I think I, I think I was able to sum this up into a nice, sweet little sentence. Okay, uh, a young boy is the unlikely hero when aliens invade a small town. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Thanks, man. That was very similar to the one I came up with. Let's see it. After a meteor crashes down to Earth, an alien species begins to make a suburban neighborhood their lunch. Very it's like nice. similar. I like the lunch. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> I had to uh, add I, in the part from the movie. You got one? Yeah. After witnessing the murder of their corporate boss, Bernie Lomax, <laughs> oh Larry Wilson and Richard Barnes. Well, it's different. That this is this is two. This is <laughs> <laughs> not a, not as good. <laughs> so, like we said, this is an alien film, technically, right? Like a monster movie, creature feature type deal made on an extremely low budget and done 
extremely well, extremely right? The well. monster effects, fucking Took three awesome years, in this. Though. Well, you know what, man? Yeah. Rome wasn't built in the day. Yeah, can't well, the rush kid perfection. gets old. The, the, kid, the kid ages throughout this movie so quick. <laughs> the kid that plays it. Yeah. Well, you know, okay. Because it's three years and. And also, uh, well, when we get to the prop side, there's, there's a little. So he has a mustache the... at the end. Big deal. Who fucking? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is basically Glad social security by the end of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> So, so this is basically like a, an alien invasion film mixed with some sort of like siege yeah. movie, right? Um, these aliens crash to Earth. You see a meteor in the beginning. And these worm type slithering creatures, similar to the things from Night of the Creeps almost, but with more of a aggressive mouth. And, and they also were first. Yeah, yeah, and Slither, which I actually enjoyed that movie. I thought that was good. Not bad. And these things end up mutating into these giant fucking multi-headed monsters that just eat people in a extremely gruesome way. And it's awesome. They look great. The monster's yeah. super slimy, bloody. It's pretty fucking sick. My favorite aspect is that the more it consumes, the fucking bigger it gets. I love uh, things yes. like that. That's like my favorite. It's like very throwback to the blob. I, I love that aspect. So what did you think of the casting in this? What do you think of the characters for such a low budget film? I myself think it's probably 75% good, 25% like, all right, we only have enough film for like one or two yeah. takes. So like, please get it right. But also there's a lot of like, there was, I forgot the name of the girl that's in the movie. One of the girls like quit halfway. And that's why she gets killed. Oh, Gene Tatler, who plays Ellen. Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. gets killed because they're like, she quit. I'm like, okay. She's like, I got another job. I can't stay here for this. <laughs> no, no, no problem. We'll just kill you. Yeah, we'll just have your head eaten and then we'll yeah. throw you out the window. I'm so yeah, glad I thought, she quit. I thought the, it's yeah. my favorite fucking part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think the cast, I thought the cast is actually pretty, really good because I feel like everybody that worked on this movie was invested. Yeah, like, like they I feel cared. Like they really cared. I was saying to Grizz before, the kid that plays Charles in this reminds me of uh, the girl from Neon Maniacs, who's actually a woman playing a, like a child, I guess. Oh, that's so weird. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I was like, that. I'm getting like, like this... Uh, connection here. I don't know why. <laughs> he likes. I've never seen the Maniacs because the cover. I just. I don't know. I never judge a book by its cover, but I did with that movie, and it just didn't look good. And uh, he was telling me about it, and he sent me a picture of this character, and I was like, "That's a fucking woman. What are you talking about?" He's yeah, like, yeah, no, she's yeah. playing a and kid. I was like, "Oh, that's yeah. so weird." It's like, uh, what is that burial ground? Do they do that? Oh, I, yeah, they it's do like do a that guy, yeah, it's like a it's like a fucking like grown man playing a kid. <laughs> it's so but, fucking odd. What do you think about like his brother Peter, who has like the nervous breakdown later on in the movie? What do you think about his uh, his acting? He comes in, he's all in shock after seeing Ellen's body outside. So right? I think that the uh, the acting, like you said, is about seventy five percent decent, twenty five percent, you know. And I think that it's even throughout the board. I think all of them are on the same fucking playing yeah. field as far as their acting chops. So it it feels even. Like, nobody's a standout in this movie. You know, they all kind of are not shitty, but they're all just kind of, like, yeah. amateurish. Dude, so it feels that one, way. One thing I have to say is the uncle reminded me of something from, like, a Lucio Fulci film. Yes. Yeah. Right? The way yeah. he looks, the way he well, acts. I think that if... I think you're getting such an even field, like, of like acting is because, like, once again, if it's taken three years, you wouldn't be spending three years coming back to a movie that 
you're not really held by these like legally huge bound contracts. Yeah, like you want to be there. Like you're there. I, sure. I think the wanna. star of the film is the is the aesthetic and the effects. Like some of these like these effects are like such a big character to this movie. Like well, obviously the the like the aliens, but I'm just saying like I feel to me the big takeaway is like. The vehicle is the effects of this movie, and the I feel the actors are good, but I feel like like this, like all that looks like amazing. having like this giant alien with its fucking minion little creatures going out and eating fucking people. Yeah. Like it really does work with the cast. It's sort of I guess they're supposed to be high school, right? Yeah, high school kids. Are they high, they're like high school kids. Well, I think um, he he started as a kid. Now he's yeah, now he's now a he's man. graduating college in this scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have, what's his name? Frankie. Yeah. Frankie is Pete's friend. And then there's Ellen and Kathy. And I guess really Frankie's supposed to be like, almost like a conspiracy theorist. Right. Oh, totally. Cause cause like, uh, Pete keeps saying like, no, it's not fucking aliens. It's not like one of your crazy fucking ideas. Like, Why don't really, you ever think ro- outside of the box, man? It could totally be aliens. Yeah, the scientific yeah. theory. <laughs> and he's actually right in this. Like, uh, you know, they're fucking aliens. Yeah, I would have been, I don't care what it is. I'm not, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> I like that they killed the parents right in the beginning. Yeah, also get them out of the way. But like, you don't really even know who the fuck like they are. You see these people wake up. The dad goes in the basement, gets killed, and the mom goes to see where the dad is. She gets killed. Perfect. Yeah. In a fucking brutal way. Not a big battle. <laughs> but I, I feel like the actual cast themselves are pretty solid for this movie. Yeah, I feel like sure. they got a lot for their money. We've seen movies in this uh, budget range that had horrendous, horrendous oh, yeah. acting. Real bad. Like, uh, yeah, like Unreal, where it's almost unwatchable. I but the this- wife of video violence was good. Nope. Um, but what do you think about this as like a creature feature, like a monster movie? Do you think it actually like works? This looks like a yes. um, uh, basically like an homage to a fifties sci-fi monster yeah. movie, but made in the eighties. Where There's like a lot it's... Of alien nods to this though. There's a lot of like nods to alien. Like I could tell like these guys are just like big horror movie fans that like made a hybrid movie like it's kind of like at points like a 90s science fiction movie at some points like a movie that you would see made for like sci-fi you know what i mean it's like oh, part I, of it's I like get that yeah yeah it's like it's it is a horror movie but at points like years later like this would be more towards a sci-fi movie at some points yeah, yeah yeah i this i would actually say is more sci-fi yeah because it is an alien it's not like it's really hidden the whole time it takes place a majority uh a majority takes place during the day yep right it's not it's only hidden in the shadows of the basement for half the movie you see the little creatures pretty freely right there's no uh hiding them they're in broad daylight yeah so you even see the one that they're giving the fucking disposable razor autopsy to. Oh yeah. So right. I wouldn't say it's really like a surprise or like a jump scare type thing, but yeah. it's it hits the mark it's with really good. you know that horror sci-fi more it, heavily yeah. sci-fi than anything. But, but sci-fi with horror movie kills basically. But yeah. Like what you were saying though with the whole 1950s thing, it 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 still has that too though. Like it definitely is a yeah. sci-fi movie. But if you think about those. The movies at that time were like, you know, what was it? Things like the giant, you know, Gila Monster and like, uh, yeah. it was all the, the, the blown up insects and shit like that. 
So it does kind of have that natural sci-fi thing from the 50s anyways. It's exactly. just done much you know over the top with the gore and yeah. the, the sensibility of it yeah you're actually yeah. seeing the monster eat people this time oh faces getting fucking ripped off oh it's fantastic <sighs> yeah what do you think about this compared to the other like creature slash monster movies of the 80s because when you think about it there were a lot big you know what period. i mean like that yeah that was a big time period for that stuff especially for like you know, even bigger budget stuff like The Thing, right? The Fly is technically like a creature movie. Yeah. Um, Predator is a creature Beast, movie. Like we too. said before. Yeah, even, yeah, The Predator, really. One You're of the, right. One Aliens. of the best creature movies of all time, in my opinion. That is uh, such a, Predator? a beautiful monster they created. And I don't know if you guys know the, the backstory on that, real quick. It was supposed to be like originally yeah. something completely different. And like when they had it on camera, they were like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, this they had Jean-Claude yeah. Van Damme in it. Yeah, yeah. So that's what it was. That's what it is. Speaking about, yeah, speaking about another movie that should just have a documentary about, like they probably do, but like I would watch a movie that was like people cast it as the actors in Predator, like just behind the scenes of that movie, like an actual yeah. movie. That is like, based on the production yeah, of Predator. Yeah. Probably crazy. more entertaining than Predator. No, like, it, I love Predator. I'm just saying. But be- you have to have like the Jean Claude Van Damme character yeah. like go crazy because the movie was such a success without him. Have you ever? Have either of you ever seen Humanoids from the Deep? Have no, either no, of you seen that? No. no, I I think that's a pretty good creature movie too. I mean, maybe it's because I enjoy things coming out of the water. So it's, you know, living on an island and all that. You said the fly. I love Jeff Goldblum counting things. It's like one of my favorite parts of... Uh, would oh, you one, two, would three. you put Chud in this category? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, doing the monster yeah. suit. Totally. Not a very good yeah, one. Sure. But it's it's a monster suit. <laughs> uh, yeah. you, you know what also is kind of similar to this, especially with like the mother spawn creature? Alien contamination. Oh, yeah. we, yeah, we It has like too. the cyclops at the end and all that shit. And like the eggs are kind of like the... You know, the things that they're it's minions, I guess. Uh, the, it was a big thing in the 80s. There's, you know, creepazoids, elves, slugs. Mis- well, Mosquito was the 90s. And I but. think fucking Little Shop, <laughs> the people saw this movie and were like, let's try to do something similar with the way this fucking thing looks because they are this very similar. Well, there was the original Little Shop. Oh, yeah, but I think that the way the new one looks in the 85 is is way more aggressive compared, I mean. Than the original one? Yeah. Yeah. You ever see the original ending for that? No. Have you ever seen the original ending for Little Shop of Horrors? Which one? Where it's, uh, where Audrey, where Audrey gets fucking, yeah, where where Audrey gets huge and takes over like the fucking world. Yeah. You start seeing it like fucking destroying cities Uh, and there's more of them. Ending or something. They wanted a different, they wanted the happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, uh, instead of everybody getting eaten, basically, uh, love that. (laughs) Yeah. They had, you know, everything work out, but in the, the actual ending, I guess they originally wanted, they basically sold Audrey 2 as like a novelty, like the little ones in stores. And they eventually grew to like these fucking giant size ones and take over the world, which is very similar to the ending of this movie, actually. Oh, we're not, we're totally okay. forgetting about mentioning probably the, the best monster suit person in a creature suit or whatever of all time, which is the like the whole swamp thing revamp of the 80s. I love yeah. the 80s swamp thing. It is so yeah, fucking really good fan. looking. I'm really a big good. fan of Swamp Thing in general. 
yeah, yeah. In, in the original too. Yeah, thing. but I just yeah. love the it's way a, they did it's it. It's a fucking swamp thing. Uh, so one thing also about this movie that is almost a throwback to the fifties and sixties, like creature feature monster movies, was the score. The yeah, score of this. Score. It's very 80s mixed with a hint of that like 50s sci-fi with it's like a something you would have heard a theremin play back then. It's played yeah. on a synthesizer in this and yeah. it's fucking awesome. Right? That opening theme. Right. Fuck, it's so sick. And like there's there's I, a lot of parts of it that don't have dialogue. It's like almost like a silent film and the music creates so much atmosphere and so much mood that you don't need the dialogue. Like like a lot of that basement stuff, there's, you know, it's just that soundtrack running and it's so good that it, it it gives you the chills when you're watching it because the basement's so damp and dark and they set the mood so well with it like you like yeah like it this does is, feel like that 50s kind of like you know drive-in movie yeah, yeah this definitely feels like a drive-in movie right it definitely has sure. that feel to it like you would see it on the screen somewhere and i actually we did see this at the drive-in but it was played off a vhs tape so that's pretty funny. <laughs> but I love I it on the big screen. I think it fits counts. so well. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I would love to see like an actual print of this. Oh, you know, it would probably on the look screen. Yeah, yeah that'd be. It awesome. would probably look great. So, why do you think this film has more hype now than it did in the past? Because this was not a film that I heard anybody speak about when I was younger. I didn't find this movie until I was probably in college, maybe even a little bit later than that. Yeah, it was about uh, 2008, I actually, 2009 when I first saw it. I didn't actually like watch it for a little bit after that, you know, like I knew about it, but it was pretty hard to get a copy. You always saw it for sale and I was like, oh, I'll try to find another one. That one's kind of beat up. That one's kind of expensive. And eventually it became extremely expensive. Yes, luckily <laughs> luckily yeah. I got mine for a steal. I got two. Well, I got one for an extreme steal. Yeah, you did. But, uh, you know, what can you do? Uh, well, but why do you think? Do you think finally people enough people saw this movie? Where it's like, wow, you got to see this. And the word spread that it's actually extremely good and it's a competent film. Yeah, I think that there was obviously like uh, there was a, a dying of horror, if you would, in the very late 90s, early 2000s, where there was some still underground stuff being made. But the genre as a whole in the mainstream was really taking a dive. And I don't think people were as interested. And then you have this time period here, you know, come, you know, later 2005 2000 you know 10 through this period where it's, there's a revitalization of people wanting those ex those crazy gory movies that they didn't know about those underground classics that they're trying to find now the love for horror kind of came back maybe it's because of social media and like the ability for people to communicate about their you know their love for these kind of movies and stuff but uh, it was definitely a huge boom become that time and i think that's why this yeah. kind of picked up the pace in that era now do you guys think that there were so many vhs releases uh because it actually did well on the rental circuit do you think that's why they kept re-releasing this thing it might have something to do with like the distribution deal because i couldn't well it's all different companies like yeah. oh that's true you know what i mean like they it got a wide release it was a worldwide video release so, like, what do you think? Do you, I couldn't find any numbers of anything like that, like any sort I just of rental know numbers, a lot, as you said. So, it's yeah. probably that reason, or probably a new company took it over, then they put out their version. No, it's now, not something I remember. You know, me personally seeing for rent. You know, in my no, stores and stuff like that. Because I'm, if I no, saw that neither. cover, one hundred percent, I'm bringing that movie home. 
Yeah, especially as a little kid, you're going to be like, whoa, look Hell at yeah. that. <laughs> uh, now, another thing about this. Do you think if this was picked up by Paramount and got a more major release, this would have been successful? Or do you think it's too uh, violent? Even if they cut it, do you think it would be too much for the mainstream? I was just going to say, I think Paramount would, would probably destroy it. They'd probably want to try to add takeaway or some shit. And I think it yeah. would really... Uh, I think it would take away from the movie. You know, Paramount's not going to want to put out something this violent. Yeah, I could see. I could see not even so much the violence. There's just some dialogue stuff that like that, like if you cut out. So I, I mean this in a positive way. I'm not saying the movie is bad, but if Paramount got their finger, like if they got their hands on this movie, like like the movie would be like a half an hour shorter, less dialogue. Like the amount of re this movie had already had a bazillion reshoots already. Yeah. So they're going to. There's, they would probably just buy it and go, you know what? We're gonna just going to refilm it. Yeah. Like, yeah. We'll just buy the idea and the script yeah, and we'll like, just do our own thing. Yeah. That's exactly but what I, I see doubt, happening. Yeah. You know, yeah. there'd be, which yeah. I don't know if that would be a horrible thing. I, I would, maybe it would be cool to see a, more of a budget put into something like this. Same team working on it, diff, but different like company backing it. Basically. Yeah. I guess that's yeah. kind of what Metamorphosis was. A bigger oh. budget put into a Deadly yeah. Spawn-esque movie. But it... It definitely doesn't have the same feel. No, not 100% at all. 100% is different. It doesn't have like that like siege feel like people are trapped somewhere. It's a little bit different. I don't know. This one's definitely better though. So do you think this actually uh, would have worked as like, um, like would they, did they actually market this as a horror film? Did any of you see that? Or did they market it as more of an alien film? It, the cover seems more like an alien film. Yeah, like this, the cover of this, actually almost all of the covers don't look like a horror movie. No, right? it's sci-fi, 100%. And they were definitely trying to bank off of aliens and the xenomorphs being such a huge success that they were like, all right, this is what we should try to fucking make our money on right here. So that's where they were putting all of that marketing into 100% sci-fi. What year was Galaxy Invader? Oh, man. <laughs> Everyone Google. Everyone pull up the Google. Yeah, Google food that. Galaxy. Oh, that's the fucking... Uh, what movie? That's did the that? other... That's the other Don Dola movie, say Dole, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hook me up with some... <laughs> hook me up with some dates, baby. Uh, so we had, what? The thing in 1982, right? Invader is 85. Wow, really? Yeah. It's that it's that much after. Correct. So, you know, Night Beast was right after this, right? Or what year was Night Beast? I think 87, wasn't it? 86, yeah, 87. So, so Night Beast was right after that then. Let's see. Surprised you're uh, even talking about no, that No, Night movie. Beast Night Beast was 1982. Oh, no shit, so it was before all this. Yeah, yeah. So, you had the thing in Night Beast coming out. And then you had the deadly spawn, and then that kind of set into motion like the rest of the the '80s monster films, right? And you don't really hear anybody say though, like, "Oh, I was inspired by the deadly spawn," right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. I that's wonder really... how many people would have actually, you know, have seen this because I feel there's a lot of movies that probably I could, you know, make the connection between drawing inspiration from this film later in the '80s, but. You know, who's to say they even saw it, that maybe they had an original idea of their own. But I feel like there's a lot of movies that took from this. 
Now, I feel like this is probably one of the best low-budget monster films of all time. Yeah. Like, no, of hands all, down. like hands down, looks, one of the it best. Looks great. And it goes, I would put this against some, like, multi-million dollar films yeah, also. Yeah, for sure, yeah. I think they really, like, they fucking nailed this one. They knocked it out of the park with all the way the effects look, with the Beautiful. the way the monster looks, the kills, the yeah. gore. I'm telling like, you, the, 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 like, the... The effects and the like, design of the the monsters are just great. The aliens are great. What did you think of the actual like the kills in this movie? Like the special effects of They're like great. You see the woman's face get like slashed or bitten off. Yeah. By one of the monsters, then you see it basically get picked apart like it's a fucking oh, Lucio yeah. Fulci movie, yeah. right? This kid has like an extremely traumatizing experience where he basically sees both his parents being eaten by these fucking parasites of some sort. Uh, there's the other scene of the uncle that has all like oh, the little creatures coming out of his yeah coming out of his eye sockets and his chest and shit. The effects in this for twenty five thousand dollars are great, really good, right? Like incredibly good. Like this is. Basically better than what's like another fucking monster movie that was like a mainstream monster film. Oh, I could tell you one. It, the remake of it. This oh, has yeah. better effects than the remake. Oh, oh yeah, of it. That's <laughs> but that was a lifetime. That was like a like TV movie. No, I'm talking about the one that was just in theaters. Oh, <laughs> and and the hollow the Rob Zombie Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, no, it's so funny. I think that a lot of the uh, the credit for the how these effects look in this movie has to go to uh, to the cinematography. Because yeah, it's you know they take this one creature. They have like you know the one main uh, three uh, three headed you know alien or whatever, and it's the so it's only spawn. so big, and they make it look fucking twenty different sizes in this movie, and yeah. it's all based on that lighting and the camera work that they did the most with what they could with what they had, and it's it's well, so brilliant in this. When it goes on fire, that was that was a mistake. No, really? really? Yeah, they they kept the, yeah they kept on filming. <laughs> is that why it had like yeah. a weird like ooze coming Dude, out of it? It was actually melting the fucking. Everybody that worked the- on this film was horror movie nerds, and they were like, "This was like a giant playground." Thus, it took three years to make. Well, it took three years. What do you expect, man? Yeah, it's, no, it's perfect. I would take, yeah, but that pays off so much because you can see it's the great. love for horror movies in this. With it's like amazing, the amount yeah. of, they don't hold anything back. They show decapitations. They, you know, they show the face getting torn apart. They, they, they like the slugs coming out. Of somebody's eyes, or not slugs, but you know what I'm talking about. They, yeah. they show yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, grandmas yeah. at a fucking lunch being attacked by these worm creatures, which is one of the uh, best scenes in the movie. Yeah. Uh, you were saying how, uh, you know, it's it's all people that love horror and stuff. Tim Sullivan, who worked for Fangoria, was a PA on this. Yeah. He actually ended up uh, directing Detroit. Uh, no, he produced Detroit Rock City. And then he wrote and directed 2001 Maniacs and Driftwood, whatever the fuck that is. But on the IMDb, it says that he gave yes. the head to Gene Simmons when he did an, uh, an interview with him for Fangoria magazine. That, yeah. awesome. So like that's yeah, that's so funny. So like that's out there. Gene Simmons has that fucking head from and the it, Deadly Spawn. It's got to be in his Long Island house. It's, uh, <laughs> it's got to be like is he, is he a new hard part? Is he a new Hyde Park guy? Gene Simmons? Is he New Hyde Park or Queens? They were Queens, I think. Yeah. I think they were Queens They're people. Queens? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Elmont, New Hyde Park, that's on that border. Hey, <laughs> Bell you Rose know? is there. 
Go get that kisses from outer space. What are you talking about? They're from oh. the. <laughs> they're from space, bro. I think Ace really is from. Space. <laughs> That's from <fucking> so. <laughs> Good lord. One My thing. Grand Slam is supposed to come with sauces. Uh, Great. Fine. One thing I wanted to talk about was the little young or youngish horror kid, like a trope in the eighties. And what do you yes. think about the horror kid hero? I like it. It's super eighties. Tommy Jarvis was. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. See, Tommy <laughs> Jarvis, <Mike's> hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know this, Tommy jo- Tommy Jarvis from uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Yeah. Final chip. Uh, yeah, you had Neon Maniacs. There's like the little girl that's you're really missing, a woman. You're and missing all that the biggest shit. sci-fi. 80s of all the biggest sci-fi kid of all the 80s. Mac and me, yeah, Elliot, 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 and ET. Yeah, actually, I changed my answer to Mac and me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What was the other one? The flying purple people eater. That was another one. (laughs) We're missing. We're missing so many. Oh yeah, there's so many. But there's there's tons that you know. The Monster Squad was the The culmination of it. The gate. The gate. He was like a metal kid, but Yeah. yeah, I think he was like. Using the horror movies so and shit. Our friends over at uh, Laser Graves, they just covered Little Monsters. Would you consider that one with fucking no. Ben Savage or nah. whatever his name was? I would. Thank really, you. you would? He's not. That's not like a horror kid, though. Is it? I mean, that's dude. That's like a horror movie made for kids. No, no, uh, I'm ta- no, but that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about the character in the movie is like a horror fan and like a young kid. Radio uh, fire. All right, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I mean? Like the horror kid, like saves the day. Like, oh, I know what to do. Like even like Fright Night, you got Evil Ed. I was about to say Fright Night, but, right? But also the, Charlie the, Brewster. Yeah. <laughs> Brewster. Yeah, that's that's your hero, right? <laughs> Brewster. Or Charlie, right. Evil Ed, right? <laughs> no, I'm more I'm more a fan of uh, the vampire, but when he's in um, Dog Day Afternoon. one of my my favorite cameos of all time what'd you guys think about the ending of this movie like the very end oh you mean the beetlejuice part yeah it's great i love it best way to end this movie so they defeat the monster at the end by basically electrocuting it to death right and all the townspeople are aware of the situation they're hunting down all the little minion spawn they kill all of them and they have a cop or some sort of security at the house after hours. All of a sudden there's a giant rumbling and he starts freaking out. We get the stop motion house uh, model and the mountain next to the house turns into a mother spawn. Yeah. It's a giant fucking monster. It looks so cool. And it looks fucking awesome. The earth like it's, crumbles apart and the mouth opens. It looks yeah, great. it's like Rah! it's fucking so sick. And they, so awesome. They should have made the sequel there. Like yes, it's this giant monster pick up right after. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. really what the, that movie Cloverfield. That was actually the deadly spawn <laughs> too. That's what it was supposed to be. I th- I love when they do endings like this. Where like the. Uh, the thing ends up like actually being way worse than they yeah. anticipated. Yeah, they think they uh, have in, it under control, but you know, 
which actually like you just even, said way fucking worse than yeah, they could ever yeah, imagine. They're not even aware. Fuck with science and it fucks us. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? They do that in the sequel too. They have like the monster at the end like be gigantic yeah. and escape like doesn't, the fucking giant uh, doesn't lab. work the same in the second. The second was just not as powerful for me. It's just not a good it's I I enjoy it, but I like that weird you know sci-fi horror from the yeah. '90s, like that early '90s fucking like, not exactly low budget, but it doesn't exactly have like a ton of money to do things. I wish I went into it not thinking that it was going to be a, a good sequel to this movie. I wish I would have went into it thinking it was a standalone because then I probably it's wouldn't very, have the same expectations. It's yeah. a very loose sequel. Yeah. A very, sure. very loose sequel. Like a spiritual successor. Yeah. There you right? go. That's a good term. For yeah. It. Yeah. Like an even looser sequel than like Revenge and Blood Cult. Yeah. Oh, like it's, for sure. It's even looser than that. So, what do you think could have made this movie better? What do you guys think? I think more. I, want, I wanted question. to see more of the Charlie versus the aliens with yeah. the cool horror props that he had. I liked that aspect of it, that fucking Home Alone kind of like. How many different Using ways his. can I fuck with these guys doing the things that I love with my horror effects? I love that aspect of it. You know what? Before we go any further on that topic, I, I really like that the ant completely accepts him as he is. He's like, she's like, oh, so scary. Like, are you going to be wearing it to breakfast? <laughs> like, oh, he's not weird. He just like likes I things. It. Like, he there's likes the different alien, things. There's the alien reference coming out of the coming out of the guy's chest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Anthony, what do you think? What could have made this better? Oh my god! Um, it's so it's hard to answer that question because, like, for what it is, like, for like, for like the production, it is. It's great. I don't know. Like, I maybe before we say, I would like to see if like, which would never happen if Paramount was distributing it was was distributing it or wanted to take it on. If they were like, we like it, we want to here's some of our guidelines, but you could do what you want. I would I would like to see like a bigger production of it. Yeah. But I this that's what I would change like gun to head. Like I think this is great, but so like a bigger company backing it. I think the fact like why Paramount didn't buy it is because how would you you ain't gonna do reshoots with this? Like yeah. The, yeah. like they're not gonna tell you like yeah. here's money to go use sixteen millimeter film, yeah. you know, go do everything over yeah. again. Sure. They're here's, not they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 It's it's great. Uh, the only thing I could think of that would have made this movie Corey better no. <laughs> is uh, maybe have a, a few more um, out of the house scenes. Yes. Yeah. You know I what I mean? Maybe, a, maybe a few more other locations. But other than that, uh, you know, shit's cool. I think the only fair. other thing. No, wait. The only other thing that would have made this cooler is if they went into a body and the body reanimated. Oh, that'd yeah, be the yeah. only. That would be the only thing that would make this. That should have been the sequel. Just some Hell more yeah. alien back information. I think would have been cool yeah. too. Like just a little bit more as like you know to what the alien. I guess that's kind of cool being ambiguous. Like the alien, you don't know the backstory of where it came from, why it's here, and shit like that. But I, yeah, this I think if you were gonna make it like that Paramount movie, like you were saying, they would need a little bit more of that to to tell a better yeah. story. Yeah. yeah, you would definitely have to make the movie longer than I believe it was an 80? hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, about eighty minutes. Can I correct? No, I, an hour. Yeah, eighty minutes. Yeah. yeah. Can I yeah. correct my statement? What? I don't wish Paramount could control the money. I wish just Paramount gave the money. Yeah. <laughs> I, wish, I wish. I wish they had Paramount's money. True. <laughs> so, what are some of your favorite scenes from the movie? The fire, the head going on fire right there because it was a mistake. <laughs> and I, I the the 
the whole scene that we just saw of like all the like all the old ladies have the, like they're all like on the floor just the chaos of that getting whole attacked scene. by the small spawn and, and the amazing. alien chest burst thing <laughs> great reference i love it grizz what about you uh my absolute favorite scene which was you know by happen chance because the ellen character like we had mentioned before was getting kind of written out of the script because she had another job yeah uh which is a blessing in disguise because they end up writing the scene where she has her head being Sorry. eaten off by the mother spawn uh, and the visual of that scene to start with is that, you know, they're trying to get to another room in the house. They're all trapped. She gets stuck in the room by herself and the fucking door blasts open and there's the mother spawn <laughs> and it looks so good in the doorway. It fills the doorway perfectly like a nice frame and then boom, bites her fucking head off. The body gets like tossed out the window like yeah. dummy style. It's yeah. so yeah. fucking Just- funny. It's so funny. They seem like they like figured out how to rewrite her like that day. Yeah. Just throw, throw the day. Yeah, how, how much we got? We're good for one take. Yeah, leave it. Chuck it's fine. You can see dummy out the window. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you can see the rim of the mannequin. They're like, yeah, we don't. It's fine. We've been filming this for years, guys. Yeah, whatever. It's okay. I would say my favorite scene, or really, actually, would be scenes, is like when the mom gets her face like ripped off, and you see all the fucking musculature underneath. And then also when you see her head being eaten by the small spawn, and you see all the skin and Great. the muscle coming off, and you only see the That's skull. Cool. And then also when you see the dad's like half eaten body in the basement too. Those blood spatter parts were great. The Dude, whole that basement. Whole, that whole basement's yeah, yeah, the whole basement's cool when the thing is chasing them through the hallway and you see it like in, in plain light. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. And it looks huge. It looks fucking gigantic. Uh so many awesome scenes in this movie. Like there's really actually too many to list. Yeah. Uh the ending is fucking super sick with the stop motion giant monster mountain. So why don't we give our final thoughts on this and give a review, uh, give a, a a rating. We just gave a review. <laughs> uh, I think, but we're all, well, not just to my answer. I think some of the stuff that you stayed with light in this movie, like putting a light source in it to also light the scene. There's like a lot of good flashlight lighting in this movie, you know, like just to bring the yeah. audience eye to like the like breaker then like your eye to like the hand and the head it's selective yeah Yeah, it's very good um i thought this is really good the fact that they also wrote as they went in this movie too is great and it doesn't come it doesn't come across sloppy um so uh, here it is here's your part um (laughs) so good oh yeah just goodbye um (laughs) yeah see it looks like they had two yeah two angles there you go um (laughs) No, I thought it was a lot of fun. He hits his head. Boom. Look, that was his favorite part. <laughs> I never ooh, noticed ooh, that. Wow, look, yeah. shit. He hit his head. Look, look. You, you actually, see, it, you it, see it dented the yeah. fucking window. Oh, my the screen God. is actually dented. Isn't that, isn't that awesome? Wow. I think he's a little... Yeah, he's, he's a little confused. taken aback there. Actually, there's another scene later on in the movie where the doctor that's attending to the boy... I think scratches off a piece of the prosthetic wound on his head. Oh, my God. Like, it looks like a thing flakes off I like when he touches it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought this movie is very good. Hits a lot of boxes in the sense of checks a lot of boxes. Like it's sci-fi, it's horror, it does, um, which I love. And also there's a lot of um ties to, as we said, the universal the old school kind of creature features from the fifties, forties, and before. Uh I think it's great. I give it I give it I give it four point six. Yeah. You can't I can't you know the rules about fives. You, you it's give gotta it be fi- perfect. It's f- hey, no not that's for you perfect. to get something a four point six, it's gotta be good, dude. We know. Yeah. Yeah. But like a five is that 
then you that that is the barometer. You're like, just say if I give Weekend at Bernie's a five. That means there's no other better horror movie than Weekend at Bernie's. That's great. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So Grizz, what do you think? I'm not a huge uh, sci-fi movie fan, um, but if I'm going to watch an alien movie, this is what I need to see. I, I want that. Yes. Over the top, disgusting, fucking gory alien shit. I don't want to hear all about your weird alien culture and shit like that. Um, like if I, if I was going to pick between the two of watching uh, the original Aliens movie or watching this, I would watch this 100% of the time over that movie. I can't get into Damn, the Damn, that's one. a that's a bold statement. I can't well, get into it. I've never been like a big Aliens fan. Like the whole series, it's kind of like a snooze thing for me. Uh, unless it's Alien vs. Predator, because that shit fucking rocks. Um, yeah. But Return of the Deadly Spawn, I think this movie is done so well for the budget. I think it's probably one of the coolest alien creatures of all time. To me, in the sci-fi horror realm, if video violence is a 5 out of 5 SOV movie, this is a 5 out of 5 horror sci-fi movie. I agree. I love this. I love the kills. I love the the plot. I love the fact that it's just an alien coming from our, uh, from space, crash landing in this small town and terrorizing the suburban neighborhood. And it's done really well for the money that they had the monster looks great the special effects are great the cast is great yeah. i say you know five out of five find this shit uh if you could see this somehow on a large screen like really make an effort to do it it's definitely worth it uh even seeing it in you know projected from a vhs tape and the drive that, even that was, was fucking yeah even that yeah. was great the Mahonic drive-in played that at vhs you'll probably have more and more chances now too with things where they are because i've been noticing a lot of drive-ins doing the whole retro thing and you know with the way the, the theater system is right now so i wouldn't be surprised if you do get a chance to see some more stuff like this in theaters yeah maybe somebody owns a print we'll find out maybe we can hook that up oh yeah so why don't i do the back of the box or do you want to actually you ha- why don't you do it this week because you have it right in front of yeah. you. Yeah, all right. We're gonna oh, do boy. the studio one release, which is Return of the Deadly Spawn. A fiery meteor crashes to Earth, unleashing its deadly passenger to search for food. The multi-headed alien finds its way into a dark basement where it gives birth to thousands of spawn fish-like creatures with an insatiable appetites. The army of aliens make its way upstairs where it attacks the occupants of the house who find themselves at the last defense against the invading horrors. Can mankind survive the ultimate eating machine? Find out in the return of the deadly spawn. Uh, that's pretty long for a slipcase. No. That's a lot to write on the back. You know what? I'm just going to read this one because I thought it was going to be the same. Bullseye? And it, and it like veered off. Yeah, it veered off. A fiery meteorite splits the night sky and crashes to the ground, releasing a dormant spawn. Coming to life, the alien spawn goes searching for shelter and food. Finding an isolated farm, the spawn begins to prey on the unsuspecting family until a young boy discovers their weakness. Will he be able to destroy the hideous creature or will the world be overtaken by the deadly spawn? I like that one more because it talks about the kid. Yeah, yeah, that nailed it, that one. Uh, yeah, the deadly spawn or return of the aliens, the deadly spawn or eating machine. Definitely <laughs> try to find this. It's on yeah. YouTube, but you know, if you want to watch it there, that's cool. Or go find the VHS tape. If you want to be a hipster like us, uh, buy the Blu-ray. If they have one, the DVD, if they have pricey. one, 
yeah, hey, you know what? It's worth it. Sometimes, yeah, it's worth it. This one is definitely a uh, must-have. So why don't we go to the video drop box and get on to what we're doing next week? Okay, so next week, as you know, it will be a topical discussion. We will actually be having a special guest, and that would be EK from the Laser Graves podcast. It's going to be quite the episode because we will be talking about something that we all know pretty well, and that is Grizz. I'm going to let you decide what we're going to fucking call it. I don't even know what you said. He was like, uh, heavy music horror movies. Uh, yeah, we're going to pretty much uh, talk about, um, you know, movies that have heavy music as either a theme, um, an influence. It doesn't necessarily have to be like, you know, Rocktober Blood. We will talk about that, of course. And things like uh, what are other ones like Trick or Treat. It just may be, you know, the whole the attitude of the movie. Uh, we're not just going to strictly do metal. We're, we're going to talk about some punk movies yeah, that are out there. Rock, some all kinds hard, of stuff. Yeah, some like fucking 80s hair metal bullshit <laughs> that I still enjoy. Um, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. Yeah. Because I do want to talk about how we said the other week that the movie doesn't necessarily have to be about a metal band. Right. Or even have metal music in it to for have it the to vibe. be metal. Yeah, yeah, and even like I, I like I'll give you an example. Like I fucking don't like the movie, but like The Witch is a metal movie to me for sure. Like it's it's lit by it's all lit by natural lighting. It's all yeah. fucking candlelight. And, and I love the shit. movie, like, so I hundred percent agree that it that movie's yeah, a great. Like movie. to me, like that's a fucking metal movie. So that's like an example of something like that. Now we're gonna talk about obviously things that were released on VHS and maybe things that were are related to them, uh, but. With EK on, he's very knowledgeable. The Laser Graves podcast, or uh, yeah, yeah, him and his him and his co-host Mariah are very well versed in music, mm -hmm. right? He's Dude, they like know everything. It fucking blows my mind some of the shit they come up with. Yeah, if you're not listening to them, like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, you fucking kidding me? My actually, a lot kid. of our actually a lot of our I, I, it must be like a horror movie thing. Like a music and horror movie they thing, like the guys hand. over at Fright Vision, like all that shit. Oh, Those dude, are their big fucking music ripped, people. Dude. That dude's on his shit. Everybody, dude, fucking horror flicks and guitar picks. Same thing. Look, it's fucking literally in the name. <laughs> like it has to go hand in hand. But I'm really excited to talk about these types of movies because, as you know, and as you know, they know my co-hosts here, who actually are also all musicians yes right we've all been in bands pretty much since we were kids we all watched horror movies since we were kids too long <laughs> too really really man too long I'm, I'm over it too long we're old now that's it <laughs> i just put new fucking I just put new seymour duncan pickups in my gibson les paul and it was quite the experience oh that was a mistake it came out great what was anthony i forget yeah i heard that like you see some of them some of the production stuff going on in these wide shots and i'm not sure if it was a mistake or if like for some reason someone's filming but 
when they're at the bonfire, you see someone film it. Oh, you, uh, it might be for like the news. Yeah, that's but what I was thinking. See it was some, like a news person. You, you do see people packing up, like production team packing up, but they're packing up like movie set stuff at one point. That's awesome. It's possible. Yeah. Hey, man, by any means necessary. Okay, so. Oh, yeah, it's a news report. Never mind. Look, we look forward to doing this next week. It's going to be a fucking awesome episode. It's going to be awesome to have EK on. Uh, Anthony, did you receive or watch anything this week? I watched a lot, but uh, even now it's like, as you say, it's very mainstream right now, but the movie was really, really good. I saw that movie Palm Spring, which is like, like basically, it's like if Robert Zemeckis, John Hughes, and like, just like if someone, it's basically an 80s style movie done now, but it's not done like how everyone's doing it, where they're placing it. It's a modern movie. It's really cool kind of like if you like groundhog day see it but it's <laughs> yeah. re- it's a really good it's like it, it's a really really good movie and even though even though it's very popular right now i really think it was if you're like an 80s you like the 80s retro stuff you would love this movie um, I, I didn't even hear that it's andy samberg's like thing oh, like shit. but it's more of a it's more of like a it's way more it's not like slapstick comedy it's really yeah. really good i think it's great uh-huh. and um i ordered um a movie called I think I talked about a fort before a movie called um, Salesman, which is like an old documentary from the 50s. It sounds boring, but it's a documentary about like Bible salesmen <laughs> and just like it is so good. And you think if you think you're having a shitty day, just watch this movie. And like these guys are going door to door, like try to sell Bibles, but like. And they're like talking about like I'm gonna make thirty grand this year. I'm gonna have the best year I have in my life. And they're in a room clapping and like like there's like a scene where a guy goes like they're, they they know where to go to your house by they fill out things at their church. And a guy drives like fifty miles to this woman's house in Florida. He's like, no, thank you. He's like, why'd you fill out the paper then? Like this is like a, it's not a movie. It's a documentary. It's, it's it's so good. And um um there's a show called Documentary Now with um. Fred, um, uh, Fred Armisen, Bill Hader, they like they yeah, they yeah. redid it called Globesmen, and really? that's just it's it's like so close. It's exactly the same. It's great. I, I like the, the I like documentary now. Documentary now is, is such a we used to watch that at your house. It's such an underrated show because they redo documentaries of that of all time periods, but they use <laughs> they always use the equipment that was used. Yeah, like editing bays and stuff too. Like it's oh, a really there you smart. go. And yeah, there it is. And um, I think I talked about it last week. I watched it, but it came in um, a movie called Night in the City, which is like basically an old like uh, it's kind of pro wrestling. It's a very it's like no one ever talks about great wrestling movies. It's a whole thing is about um, um, who's going to promote wrestling in what area in London. Uh-huh. And it's basically like the old uncut gems where a guy just has a gambling issue. And um, it's a really, really fun movie you can find on YouTube. Um, super, super ahead of its time, and and I think I I think I ordered a new copy of Blue Velvet, which is, <laughs> which is a special edition. <laughs> Fucking love Blue Velvet, and yeah, that's really it. I had a big week, a lot of movies watched, a lot of movies bought. Chris, what about you? Uh, I got a pretty cool package in from our buddy uh, Grave Spitter. He sent me the one and only Video Violence Two on Camp the Video. The K edition. K for camp video. K for camp video. Special edition. He also sent so me another cool exp- movie called. Why don't you explain that? What's so that? People don't think you. T- why don't you explain the K- the K tape? Uh, so I guess at one point in time, somebody had taken White out and 
put a big letter fucking K on the cover of Video Violence 2 of all tapes, if you could imagine. So uh, he had tried to get it off with a knife because he's a redneck and that's what they do. And he, you know, was unsuccessful. So he sent me the tape and I got it off. Yes, wow. dude, dude. It looks you would never even know it's the same yeah. tape. This dude is. Wait, how, how did it get? How did it get white out on it? It's, I guess when they were like marking it out, like oh, when they were zeroing out the store, or whatever. Store, that's they, what I'm guessing too. Yeah, and yeah. it wouldn't come off for anything, and he fucking got it off within an hour <laughs> of it being at his <laughs> what house. What did you do? Dude, just he. It just, just looks like a, a sticker rash now compared to like a big fucking letter obvious K on the cover of my yeah. tape. So. Yeah. No. Yeah, dude. He just he gotta sit there, be patient, use a little bit of alcohol. The back of your thumb. Very sparing, don't, don't scrape like, very with your sparing. grin, you know, because you'll fucking scrape that cover off. You gotta use your back of your thumb and gently push, push up, that shit down. off. Yeah, so, yeah see that shit is awesome. Now that looks sick. Uh, I now also he I can no me, longer uh, what's that? Wait, wait, wait. I can no longer make fun of you <laughs> for not having it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I will I just have to make fun of you. For having a inferior copy. Okay. I so, saw some drama on the scene. page this week with somebody. Somebody screenshotted, took a picture of um, watching Halloween. Oh. And then somebody wrote like, "We don't support this garbage." I don't know. I don't know who said or did what. Now that it. seems to be the new thing is to send me uh, Rob Zombie Halloween things. <laughs> So yeah, if you guys uh, find Rob Zombie Halloween DVDs no, out in your wild no. searches, send them to me so I can give I, them to to Mike because he wants as many as possible. Don't do it's that. It's funny. I got Boxes. I got so many of those when the blockbuster closed, but the blockbuster clo- closed like <laughs> six months after that movie came out. They were just like they, they were handing it away. You know, here you want to take the census here, <laughs> Rob Zombie Halloween. <laughs> they they gave it to me when I had to take that video. Of, like, in case you get. <laughs> Lost. Yeah, here, just watch kid. this. You'll feel better about I, your I life. I gotta find that video. <laughs> at least he didn't make Halloween by Rob Zombie. Yeah, at least. Uh, Grizz, anything that. else? I, I like he also sent me a pretty cool movie called Night Owl. Uh, I just actually started watching oh. that before we did this uh, show tonight. Anthony. Night Owl. Check this out. And it's early John Leguizamo vampire oh. movie. Uh, <laughs> I've seen this movie. I've seen this movie. Wait, so like he's not really you? a predominant yeah. character so far. Like I I've seen him in glimpses. Like he's really not like a main character in this movie. Do, the, do you have the tape on you right now? Yeah, I do have it. It's right here. Wait, show Anthony it's a the vampire cover. movie, right? Look at this cover, Anthony. Look at that motherfucker. <laughs> dude. Dude, that's so awesome. <laughs> if I get it out of that fucking ring. Yeah, there, yeah. Wait, right there. Oh. His face, and like it's got like this holographic blood on John Leguizamo's face. It's such a cool oh. tape, and it looks like it just it's it just looks like it's put over a headshot. Oh yeah, like, it looks like, like they sent him a fucking photo from his yeah. uh, his bank of photos. That he had. Yeah, he got that done at Caldor. It's like I need some. We're eight trying by to tens. think of a cover of the movie. Can you just contact John's agent and just send his agent over? <laughs> All right, I'll put some blood on there. It's a vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. put a little blood. Yeah, I yeah. Need, it needs a little blood on there. I'm such a big Leguizamo <laughs> fan, though, so I was like, this is a must-have. Uh, are, are you a big, are you like, are you a Spawn fan? I, I yeah, do like the Spawn. Of, it's not like the best movie. Um, I actually or, like the yeah. fucking pest, and people hate that movie. I was about to say, like, the pest. I what love the uh, pest, dude. That shit cracks me up. That's my humor. The pest is great. Luigi? Louis? He was Luigi. Luigi, oh dude, uh, Mar- him and Mario Brothers. How do you not love that? That is, dude. They so all good. got you, you. know, they all got like smashed on set. <laughs> What's like it? He, he, the Mario would get him. Dr- the scene where they're in the club, like apparently the guy that played Mario was like fucking 
Dude. Who framed Roger Rabbit guy. Why do people fucking hate on John Leguizamo? Well, dude, I you know, know. know it's so, I I didn't think this was going to happen, but I, I, we talk about John Leguizamo. He has some of the best one-man shows I've ever seen. Oh, his stand-up. Like, fantastic, dude. Oh, dude. Super his, freak. His old stand-up. Sexaholics. Like, Sexaholic was... I, he did one in the 80s called Super Freak, and then the early 2000s, he did Sexaholics, which is such a great one-man early early TED Talk. Before TED Talk, he was he was the one-man show. <laughs> okay, okay, wait. Oh, I'm going to read you guys. I probably see it every John Leguizamo's fucking like, just if you put him into Google, Chef. like what comes up, all right? Chef. Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. You oh, remember yeah. that movie? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that movie. Romeo and Juliet. He was so good awesome. in Romeo and Juliet. Amazing yeah. in that movie. Uh, Carlito's Way. Yeah. Really awesome. Oh, dude, I forgot about that shit. Man, he was fantastic in Romeo and Juliet. Dude, he was in going back. Moulin Rouge he was in. Yeah. Uh, Spawn. Spawn. Ice Age. He was in a bunch of Ice yeah. Age movies. He's in John Wick. Yeah. Uh, Summer of Sam he was in. Yeah. Land of the Dead. He was in, so he's in a, a Romero movie. He was in the, there was a period in the 2000s he was just playing concerned cops. Dude, he's in a ton of fucking, <laughs> that cop fucking movies. Movie, Die Hard too. The Happening? Is that what he's in with that dude from He's in Boston? The Happening. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's yeah, a cool movie. He I like that shit. Kick-ass too. <laughs> dude, he's in a ton of good shit. Jesus Christ. He, have, have you ever seen the movie Chef? It came out like in 2014. Um, it was, uh, what's his name? I always, I don't know why I go, um, it, it, he plays like he just plays a sous chef and he's like no, hilarious never, the whole time never saw it but I will because it's Bob, John Leguizamo Bobby, oh, yeah. Bobby Cannavale's in it too uh, I never saw it. it yeah it's great uh, Chris yeah, didn't get didn't you get a pair uh, a pair didn't get a copy of Cutting Moments this week Oh, I, I purchased it. It's not here yet. Oh, 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 oh. And I, I, dude, it is the cover that we're thinking of. Okay. So it's not it's the cover the that you have. It's the other cover. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Hey, Still I, a good deal. It's better cover. I'm just telling you. I got the better cover. Yeah. Oh, get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> get out of here. That re-release shit. Oh, whatever. I was trying to make you feel Bullshit, better. Now dude. I'm going to stomp on you. I'm going to stomp on you nuts. <laughs> <laughs> re-release. Why? What a big uh, talker. Anything else? Oh, that's it, man. I'm, I'm tapped. Didn't tapped. You, did you go through everything you got? No, man. I got yeah, a, uh, up. a shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a fucking, uh, what did I get? <laughs> a screener copy of Robot Ninja. There it is. Cinema Home Video Screener. That's pretty fucking rare to have. I was like, oh, damn. Uh, I think, what else did I get this week? Uh, a Japanese copy of Salem's Lot, which is fucking awesome. Oh, really? And I, yeah, yeah, dude, that shit is tight. And then, Keep buying stuff. Uh, I can't remember if I got anything else. I'm looking back. I don't know. <laughs> I do not know, man. But I've been watching a lot of stuff on uh, Amazon Prime and Shudder. Uh, you know how it goes, dude. <laughs> what, I literally try to watch a movie a night. Yeah. Or like a movie a day when I'm just playing yeah, fucking follow me Call of Duty or whatever. Everybody, follow me a letterbox. Yeah. You got to get yeah. one. Yeah, I, I do. I got to get one. Great. Uh, so, Anthony, where can they find you? Letterbox. Apacini. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and on Instagram, you can find them at Apacini. Yeah. Grizz, where can they find you? You can find me at Kane underscore enabler on Instagram. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video on Instagram. And you can find everything we do on www.badtastevideo.com. 
Wherever you listen to us, please rate us five stars. Leave us a good review. It really helps us. You know, subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Also, we have a Patreon. Also, if you want to help us out, it costs a little bit of money to do this. And we appreciate anything you give us. We will be updating that more. We will be getting more on there for you. We're going to start ramping it up. We finally got our shit together. Throw us the crumbs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go listen to our buddies over at Fright Vision. Go listen to Laser Graves. Go listen to fucking um, Super Tat Film Club, uh, Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks. Everybody. Right? Say You Love Satan, Neon Brainiacs. I'll add us. (laughs) It's so many people now. Um, The community is thriving. So anything else, guys? You got anything else to say? No? Anthony? No, Chris? I'm good. No? That's it? All right. <laughs> we'll see you next week when I am 1555 richer. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>